Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Mullins and center shades the other way. Infield and outfield both come in. Dubon lifts it in the right. Base hit. That'll score Diaz. Astros walk it off. Two to one. So locked in. I've kind of felt that way all year, but able to bounce back after the last outing. Would have liked to go a little bit deeper in the game, but had some extra pitches there in the sixth inning, um, but was able to work out of it. Ball rides a lot. Has the hobby heater. Uh, mixed in. He was painting curveballs away to all the lefties today. He was, you know, he's pitching good. So um, you know, it's not like we're the only team he's pitched well against. So yeah, no, it's about throwing strikes with him. He's done a. He was on a nice little roll there. You know, today a lot of arm side misses and you know, stuff's good when he's in the strike zone. He's got the defending champs over there, so we know what they're capable of. Everybody knows that. So um, you know, there's a good chance we'll see him again in a couple weeks. Chad Frazier, Orioles second baseman, talking about the Astros and the possibility of the last three days being a playoff preview as the Orioles do take two out of three. They lose yesterday, two to one, as we all know by now. Happened yesterday afternoon. Frustrating loss at that. But another series win. Houston, huge win for them. Because Seattle and Texas are taking care of business. If the Orioles would have won, Houston would actually be out of first place in the AL West. And Dusty Baker himself said that the locker room or clubhouse baseball term was more like the previous two nights after tough losses for them to get that walk-off win was exhilarating. Because Boston got spanked by Texas. Seattle swept Oakland. So a lot of good things going on with the teams chasing the Astros. But the Astros got themselves a big win. We talked, heard from Brandon Hyde talking about Fuji. Lightning rod guy is that the Shintaro Fujinami. Two four-pitch walks. Bauman comes in, gives up a double, which uh, goes on Fuji's record. And then Coulomb gives up the two hits that end the game. But Nolan McGraw, get on in here. Vinny's off today, by the way. He's in Pittsburgh. Where are you with Team Fuji again? Now, you've never been full-on Fuji. I know you've been skeptical pretty much most of the time. But he had, as we just heard Brandon Hyde say, been on somewhat of a roll. But uh, in a interesting spot it's two days in a row by the way that he's not pitched like a guy that you would feel comfortable with throwing a baseball in any sort of pressure uh, pressure situation 
when they made the trade, you saw the stuff, you saw the presence he had on the mound. You say, okay, at this point in the season, let's give it a shot. You know, there's plenty of roles open in the bullpen. See what he can do. And we're a good month and a half, maybe even two months into this with Fuji. And it's the same thing when he first got here. Inconsistency. And to me, that you can't have that in the playoffs. I have never seen a fan base so enamored with a pitcher with an ERA over seven, with so many people willing to <laughs> say, I'll just give him a couple. I mean, <laughs> two years ago, he would have been perfect for the Orioles. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's a really good point. Like, hey, let's extract what we can. Like Felix Batista laboring through the minors totally eventually got the call. But to your point, Nolan, this is stretch run. You're trying to win pennants and division titles and 6-7. You can't teach 100-plus. And when that 100-plus is dotting corners or even if it's just blowing people away, then that 95-96 split becomes unhittable. Very Batista-like in potential. And I look back to one of the games against the Mets you know, during the 83 celebration weekend where he came in and just was like, oh, my God. It's as dominant as we've seen for an inning from any pitcher this year, certainly a relief pitcher. And then you see yesterday where he he just can't find the strike. So I get pitching around Altuve. He's a tough out. But you throw a bucko two, bucko three, whatever it is, don't nibble. Just let him beat your stuff. I'll say this. There's no mystery. You know what you're getting as soon as he comes in. First couple pitches, you kind of know where it's heading. If this is going to be a, a dominant Fuji appearance or one where he's struggling to find the zone at all. Well, yesterday was one of the latter as he struggled to find the zone. Wasted a great performance from Kyle Bradish, who goes six-plus scoreless innings, nine Ks. It's funny, he just dominates that Houston offense that could be so explosive. Webb was acceptable. Fuji, Balaman, Cologne unacceptable, which leads to the big question right now we have with the Orioles. All right, rotation, got to get deeper in games. We understand that. Grayson Rodriguez tonight against Cleveland. But when you get a dealing like Bradish, and he went through a ton, Brandon Hyde, relief pitchers against the Astros, is this going to catch up to them eventually? This is who they are. I mean, we've kind of known this for a while, especially since Bautista went down. This is the way it is for the Orioles. And at this point in the season, there's really no additions you can make. You're, I mean, unless you somehow stumble upon a, a Jacob Webb, but then at that point, they probably wouldn't be eligible for the postseason roster. Correct. So this is your team. This is what you're dealing with. If the Orioles are going to have sustained long-term success in the postseason, it's going to have to be on the backs of their lineup and their starters. That's yeah. that's it. I mean, the bullpen, sure, they you want them to pitch well, but you know, you're kind of carrying that weight. You got to pick them up. The offense has to win you the games. And yesterday, and let's not put all of the blame on the bullpen because Bradish gets none. First and third, nobody out. Sixth inning, you don't score. Mm-hmm. Javier, and we heard Frazier talking about him as well. Best start of the year, Dusty Baker even said it. Javier was brilliant for them last year. Not so much this season. And he was out there dealing. But first and third, nobody out. Mullins hits the liner. Tal Tuve. 
And I thought at first that it hit the ground. Retrospect, it probably would have benefited the Orioles if it did because Altuve's not throwing out the runner from third. He's probably going to turn two, and the Orioles would get themselves a little tackle and run there. Instead, he catches the liner, Kerstad with the shallow fly, and then Hayes grounds out, and that's the ball game. Orioles two for nine, by the way. Runners in scoring position. So as the Orioles have been one of the more explosive teams scoring runs as of late, yesterday was, uh, as Gary Delabate would say on the Howard Stern Show, it was a misstep. And they were flailing up there. I mean, some of those strike three, swing and miss, I mean, they were like, they weren't even swinging a bat. It was like they were holding an axe or something. Henderson (laughs) looked, I haven't seen him look that fooled in a long time. Yeah, 0 for 4. Well, 1 for 4 had the double down the left field line, 3 Ks. 13 strikeouts. For the Orioles yesterday, only two walks, as we said. Two for nine runners in scoring position. Hey, Houston was only two for ten, but got the one that mattered. So they salvaged the series finale, two to one. Orioles do win two out of three. The good news is, and I'm going to make it in, you know, telling a story, because we tell stories here on Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw, Vinny's off today. It's Total Request Thursday. I go downstairs, start folding clothes in the old uh, cave, because I... Got to start getting the cave, you know, cleaned out because now that we're into the uh, football season, then fall, and then winter's eventually coming, we're going to spend more time down in the man cave. Summertime, you don't. Nobody wants to be in your basement in the summertime. Now it's approaching cave season. So I'm falling close. Looks like a clothes bomb went off in my basement. But I digress. But I turn on the uh, Ray's Angels game. And I happen to catch it bottom of the second. And much to my enjoyment, it was already 6-0 Angels at that time. And is it Eflin, the guy that pitched Friday, throwing a no-hitter? Correct. He got clobbered by the Angels. So the Angels, to their credit, they competed in game one, won yesterday. So maybe, just maybe, doing the Orioles a solid here. So what happened with that, Orioles don't lose any ground. Another game disappears from the schedule. So as we sit here on September 21st, let me do math, 95-57, that's a buck 52. Ten games left. Orioles are two and a half up in the division. Magic number to win the AL East for the first time since 2014 is down to seven. So I would view this, Nolan McGraw, as somewhat good news. Now you win, you gain a game. Now you're down to six. Hey, Tampa wins. They're a game and a half back. You're starting to sweat a little bit more. So it kind of all worked out a little bit for the Orioles in the end. We talked a lot about pressure during the Orioles and Rays series. Remember, it was a bit of a debate who has the pressure on them after the Orioles dropped the first couple games. Right. Well, there's no doubt that coming out of the series, all the pressure was on the Rays. They had less time to make up ground. Technically, three and a half back after their off day on Monday because of the Orioles having the tiebreaker in their back pocket. So, yes, you want the Orioles to control their own destiny, win as many games as quickly as possible, and wrap this up. But the Rays, they can't afford to have any sort of misstep. And, you know, they this is a case where the Orioles play early in the day, They see them lose. All right, all we got to do is go out here and win. Nope. 
loss. We're right back where we started. Yep. Now today it's kind of reversed because Tampa hosts the Angels at 110. So we'll keep you up to date on the first couple innings of that one before we get off at two. And then the Orioles tonight, 715 against the Guardians. This one is a Fox TV extravaganza. So for the second straight Thursday, as Fox is obviously ramping up their baseball coverage heading into October, Orioles are going to be on national television. Guardians are for all intent. Well, they're done. They're not officially done. They're nine games back of the Twins. They just got swept. So they're kind of done. But then again, you never discount professional athletes and their desire to succeed and at the very least do some damage to a team that's trying to achieve some great things. So the Orioles and Guardians, game one of four starts tonight. Baltimore baseball tonight. Me, Jim Hunter, brought to you by Sabo Auto Parts coming up at six. Getting you ready for that one. Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. That's still to be determined, it looks like, for the Cleveland Ball Club. Now we figure out, getting to the Ravens real quick before we head to break. Why Ken Drake was brought in because Justice Hill dealing with turf toe. We'll talk about that and more. You want to join us, you can. 410-583-1057 is the number. Orioles magic number down to seven. They lose last night, but so did the Rays. So the birds are still two and a half up. Ravens are still seven and a half point favorites over the Colts coming up Sunday, one o'clock, MT Bank Stadium. Maryland, seven and a half point favorites at East Lansing coming up 3.30. Speaking of national TV, that one's on NBC Saturday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Many and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick a song. Support at 583-1057. Plus for text line. Run like hell. That's the name of the song. Pink Floyd the Wall. Coming up 11 o'clock. Your votes in featured artist Friday. We'll tally him up. Play him for you. No one before we get to the phone calls. Gotta be honest with you. Bobster's back's a little sore today. You know what else I've noticed? And I saw my, my chiropractor, Dr. Sock. Dr. Sock, I will see you soon because he's the Ravens and Orioles and Terps chiropractor. But I sleep on my right side, which is where the back stuff 
is my hip starting to hurt. How old are you? 27. Right. Now, my athletic days are long gone. I used to play sports all the time. And I was a halfway decent athlete. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make myself out to be Bo Jackson or Rex Chapman, but I could play. I was never the scrub on the team. I was all right. But it's been forever. And then one day as you get older, you just wake up and say, oh, why does my foot hurt? What's wrong with my elbow? Why is my hip numb? And you have no idea why. To pass it, and why is hair growing out of my ear when it never grew out of my ear before? Well, I've already got that. Oh, you do? That, that's starting to really bother me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And I'm an Irish guy, Irish Catholic, and you know it took it would take me six months to grow the beer that you have, and it would look terrible in doing so. But it's like, oh my god, like my hip was just killing me today. Well, right. what makes this different than any other day? I mean, I feel like I hear you come in every morning. Though. The back's flaring up. Yeah, on it is. It just does. But I got to get, I haven't seen Dr. Sock in uh, over a year. I think that's what I need to do. I think that's it. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm just whining on the air. Not to the point where I, I, I can't work and I can't walk or drive, but you know, chairs kind of suck. Can I say that on the air? All right, let's get out to the phones. Orioles lose yesterday 2 1 to the Astros. They do win the series. In Cleveland tonight, start of a four-game series. Ravens back at home Sunday. They're 2-0. Them in Miami, the only two undefeated teams through two weeks already in the AFC. You know, Not to say they're the two best, but I think you make an argument that even as the season plays out, they'll be among the best. Ravens 7.5-point favorites over the Colts. What's the Colts' quarterback situation? We'll talk about that as the show rolls on. Kenya Drake came in, signed up the practice squad. Justice Hills got turf toe. What does all of that mean? We'll talk about it with Melissa Kim later on in the program. But let's get out to the phones. Go to Ray in Baltimore. Ray, what's happening? Man, what's going on, Bob? How you doing, bud? Oh, man, it's wonderful. It's wonderful, man. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be brief. The Orioles need to one seed in the worst way possible. Um, this bullpen is absolutely juice. They gas and, you know, they, I mean, good news is the schedule guys is on the Orioles' side because, you know, Tampa is playing Toronto. Um, um, I think they're playing in two series in the last, you know, um, um, in the last week of the season um, um, coming up. So, you know, the Orioles have an opportunity right here because Toronto is not going to roll over because they're fighting for that playoff spot. Um, you know, the bullpen, I mean, you're going to lose money. Kristen Javier puts fear in my bones because, to me, he's my favorite. Personally, he's my favorite major league pitcher going right now because I, I just love his stuff. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the Orioles, unless they turn into the 89 to 92 Oakland A's and just went on offense, you know what I mean? It, it's they, they, got a, they got a tough hill to climb, but, you know, not, you know, last but certainly not least, I think they're going to take at least three out of four from Cleveland this weekend. And, uh, you know, they, they, they really need it, man, because I'm going to say this as I hang up the phone. If they don't get the number one seed, remember, I told you back in February they won in 90 games. Yes. I watched this team. I'm not like any of these fans. You know, shout out to Rashad. Shout out to all those people that just catching on to the Orioles bandwagon. But I, I know baseball. I've been watching baseball for well over 30 years. If the Orioles don't make it, they get the one seed, they're not going to make it off the wild card. And, I, I mean, this bullpen is falling apart. 
and Bob, you can see it. They, they're not going to make it out the wild card, not because they're hidden, because the bullpen and the pitching is going to fail them. Bradish um, and, and Kramer and Rodriguez, yeah, they can get you to the ALCS in the World Series, but you need that bullpen, baby. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. All right, thank you. And uh, Ray and I are going to have to uh, figure out the old gallon at Jack Daniels that I owe him because, as you just said, he did predict that the Orioles would win 90 games. I said 88, and I thought that was fair. They won 83 last year. I thought a little five-game bump puts them in some sort of wild-card discussion. But now here they are closing in on the number one seed. To put it in perspective, if the Orioles were a wild card, like Tampa's the number one wild card right now, they would play the Blue Jays. Like the number one wild card plays the number two wild card. The number three wild card plays, um, it would be the Twins. And then Tampa and whoever wins the West would get buys. I mean, do you want Toronto in a short series, even though the Orioles have dominated them? As of late, Blue Jays won five in a row. They spanked the Yankees again last night behind Kevin Gosman. But yeah, you get that number one seed. You get the week off to set everything up. Ryan Mountcastle, hopefully he's going to be ready to rock and roll by then. Eh, no doubt. Number one, you've been the number one team in the American League for coming up on two months now. Now the home stretch is here. Finish it. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, what's going on? How's it going, man? How you doing, dude? Hey, am you I, my man? Name? It's the kid. No, it's the Bobster. Bobster, my bad. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm running a little hot. Um, I was going to get in there and, and, and talk smack about Q, man, because he called yesterday if I got off talking about Kirk Cousins going to save the Jets and all that other crazy stuff, man. But, you know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to give him a pass today. Okay. Give him a pass because, uh, yeah, I know, listen, I know they got 95 wins. Yes, 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 but... Come on, man. We should could have had ninety six, man. Uh, Hyde gave that game away yesterday. He should have left Webb in there. Webb only pitched at like four batters through like twelve pitches, and then I seen them. I seen Fuji warming up and Fuji coming up. I'm like, come on, man. In the one old game, like with this ain't time to play experimental stuff with this guy, man. Bring him in when it's we got a five run lead. Even like, that's I, I just, not safe. Saw that the other night. Not safe. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, man, come on, like. uh and I know we left some um, running strand. Oh, yeah. First to third, so. nobody out. Somebody's right. got it. Somebody's got to touch the plate. Let's be honest. Yeah, like that, that was that was ridiculous. But, man, leave Webb in. And Webb hasn't even pitched, them, like, the past couple games. So he wasn't even gassed. Like, I don't know. I guess the computer told Hyde that it's time to bring Fuji in. Well, you know, and let's be honest, stuff, you know? too. And I'm not disagreeing with the Fuji love. But Webb hasn't been pitching all that great either. I mean, I, they, I think they're all Coulomb yesterday, Bauman. I think they're all kind of feeling the heat of, a, you know, a September pennant race and overuse. I mean, here we are going into this game tonight, Rashawn, with your 23-year-old stud hoping he goes seven innings. Yeah, he, I mean, Grace Rodriguez has to give them length against the Cleveland team that I'm not saying is mailing it in. Hey, but Terry Francona is probably stepping down as the manager, so they might have a little spirit in them in the final right, couple right. weeks of the season. He, he gave him Grayson gave him what we he pitched what eight innings. I yes, think, last he outing, right? did. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get another outing like that with him again uh, tonight. You know, it would be much needed. 
And um, I just feel sorry for Bradish too, man, because he pitched a good game yesterday, and it just went to waste. Yeah, you know, he's man, wondering no. where these nine-run games are when he's pitching. <laughs> exactly, and and, and and shout out to that Astros pitcher too, man, because he was striking us out, man. Like it was like eleven Ks and yeah, like Javier. Yeah, man. look, he's pitching like he did last year, and I thought the Orioles yeah. going to knock him out early, but he settled down after a rocky first, and uh, you know. Do what he had to do. Uh, thanks, Rashawn, for the call. If you're on the phones, we'll get you when we come back. Vinny at Haiti, 1057 the Fed. You guys will talk Orioles. I don't blame you because that's the story. Orioles are seven games away, or seven is the magic number, I should say, from winning the AL East. They lose yesterday. Now they are starting to feel like playoff games, right? And how about uh, the Angels? Let's uh, tip the cap to Phil Nevin's uh, Los Angeles ball club because they kept that lead to an half. Angels taking on the Tampa Bay Rays coming up at 110. Then the Orioles and Cleveland Guardians tonight. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs playing. 410-583-1057. Send that request to the Plaza for text line. Nolan McGraw is waiting for you. Jay Sean Jones. Maryland wide receiver joining us top of the hour, correct, Nolan? That's what it sounds like, yeah. Jay Sean, uh, excitable guy, productive guy. His first ever game against Texas, he caught a touchdown pass, ran for a touchdown, and threw a touchdown pass. You know that, who that reminds me of, Nolan? A young Bob Haney. Correct, at the Ant Street Rec. The one I was throwing 272 touchdown passes, 1982 flag football league, but he's had some injury problems. All right, he gets a little volatile on the field. We saw it against Virginia last Friday night, but he's a good, really good player. Maryland at Michigan State, Terps laying seven and a half. You can hear that game, 330 kickoff on the fan. It's also an NBC, a little Big Ten fun for you on national TV. Orioles lose yesterday 2-1. Talking about that. Ravens, seven and a half point favorites against the Colts. We'll get into that, but let's go to Joe and Woodbury. Joe, what's happening? Hallelujah, man. I told Quick Draw I got shut out yesterday. I heard the whole show, though. But anyway, Bob, earlier when you was talking about your your, uh, your man came and goes yes. all over the place and your elbows and all that, I just want to ask you, Bob, <laughs> would you like some cheese with that wine? Oh, oh, <laughs> or my comment would be put a cork in that wine, Haney. Throw it out. But anyway, hey, Bob, and then I, I just was whining. Quick draw. Sorry about that. I said, Bob, me and Bob are to switch places. I'm down here trying to clean out my main drain in the basement with a manual snake. You ever seen a manual snake? Uh, the one where you twist the top? No, no, no. It's a you put the snake through a tube. The tube is offset, and you rotate it around like you're throwing jabs with each hand. 
Oh. You're, and you're trying to spin it at 25 miles an hour. I said, tell Bob, come on over and do that for nah, me. Nah, I'm good. I'll, sit I'll fall close. Yeah, okay. but, but anyway, <laughs> far, <laughs> hey, I really made this call to ask you because I'm not going to do like all the other callers and talk about, like with Sean and Ray. I mean, I like them guys, man, even though I never met them. Oh, they're I think great they're callers. Yeah. Good dudes. But it's, yeah. not, it's not for us to really worry about the Orioles. They're doing enough worrying on their own. And the bats got silent. We're used to seeing that. But we did what we needed to do, win another series. As long as we do that, we're good. Then we worry about that playoff crap. I'm asking. I don't hear nothing about Wells. I remember how good Wells was in the beginning of the uh, season. When we dropped two games, Wells was there to always get that win to keep us from getting swept. Where is he, Bob? What is he doing? Because we're going to need seven in the bullpen along with four starters. And I want to uh, give me an idea who you would want in the bullpen because Fuji got to go. He got to go. And I, I don't even want to see the other guy we got from um, the Cardinals. Oh, All right, give me, give me, tell me what you think, Bob. I'll hang up. All right, Joe. Thank you very much. Wells pitched last night, as a matter of fact. Gave up a run, sporting a plus nine ERA at Norfolk. Tyler Wells was the Orioles' best starting pitcher in the first half of the season. Hit a wall, and we saw warning signs. He pitched. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nolan, because I can tell you what happened with that 79 Orioles, but in Tampa, they were winning. He was laboring, and him and Hyde kind of got into it in the dugout. Remember Tyler Wells? Oh, this is way back. Yeah, yeah. It was like in July. Mm-hmm. It was like right when the Orioles were starting to take command of the division. And then he got sent down to the minors. And then he, he he got shut down for a couple of days because of arm fatigue. Apparently, the velocity is still there, but the production is not. So Tyler Wells still in Norfolk. Would he be an asset to the bullpen? I don't know. We saw Flaherty pitch out of there a couple of days ago. All right, he didn't give up any runs, but he gave up three hits. Wild pitch, double play, got him out of some trouble. I don't know what their plans are. I mean, because Bauman, who we like, 10 wins, and you know, cool dude, friend of the show, he's scuffling here. To answer the question, I, I don't have an answer for you. I can tell you that Connor Norby hit another grand slam last night. Is that good news? We'll take it. Yeah, and I think uh, Jackson Holiday, who was named yesterday by Keith Law, from the Athletic as the minor league player of the year. He had a couple more knocks. We have time for another call? Yeah, one more. Let's go to uh, Tim in Delaware. Tim, what's up? Hey, I was going to talk about Tyler Wells, but the gentleman just stole my thunder. Hmm. But let me ask you a question real quick concerning uh, Drake that was just uh, signed to the uh, practice squad. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think he'll be – how soon do you think he'll be eligible for the roster uh, since uh, – Hill has this turf toe because um, we're, we're going to be very thin at running back here uh, for the Colts game. Uh, what do you think uh, Drake's possibility of getting on the uh, the main uh, roster here and how fast? All right, thanks, Tim. It could be Sunday because he's been keeping himself in shape. I believe he was actually in Colts camp. Was here last year under Greg Roman and had moments of success at a big game against the Giants. But if, if Hill has turf toe, which probably means he's not playing Sunday, then you're looking at Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon, I would have, and Keaton Mitchell's on the IR. I'm guessing we might see Kenyon Drake as soon 
as Sunday against Indianapolis. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Talk about those subjects and more when Melissa Kim joins us. News from the Nest style coming up at the top of the hour. By the way, we're going to hear from John Harbaugh. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson, Patrick Queen, as they met with the media yesterday. Roquan Smith as well. Ravens, Dolphins. We're only two weeks in, and the AFC only has two undefeated teams, where the NFC East has three. And the NFC South has three. What's going on around here? Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Terps wide receiver Jay Sean Jones joining us top of the hour. Whip around 11-15. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, a colleague, Baltimore baseball tonight. 97 Orioles who were wire to wire. Won 98 games. This team should surpass them sitting here 95. One got away from them yesterday, 2-1 L at Houston. Now the Guardians tonight coming up at 7-15 on Fox National TV. Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. Still waiting. I don't know, Nolan might be out by now, but still waiting for Cleveland. Their starting pitcher. Guardians are struggling. Struggling, pardon me. We'll get in all of that. And more Ravens. Justice Hill turf toe. Looks like he'll be out for at least Sunday's game. Kenyon Drake, that all makes sense now. I mean, we're speculating when Kenyon Drake and three other run, two other running backs came in. I guess they're cutting Melvin Gordon. Well, so I have to wait. Can't be fake news. Fake news. Let's go to Rob and Bel Air. Rob, what's happening? Hey, Bob. You know, I am... I know they could meet Houston again, but getting out of that band box of a stadium, I don't know, makes me feel a little bit better, except for center field. That's the deepest park. It just it just feels like every time the, they were hitting the ball to, to right field or even left, it was going over that Doesn't ball. it, hey, Rob, I don't mean to interrupt, but isn't it crazy that they are 500 at home? The Astros are 39-39. I mean, you would figure they would dominate in that venue. They're great on the road like the Orioles, right. but they suck at home. Yeah, and, and you know, and I agree, but every we could all complain about the pitching. It sucked. But when you hold a team like that to really only two runs and you don't get really any hits or score, what, what, what do you expect? A one nothing game? I mean, I was almost at the point where I, I was thinking, God, can we go back to old-time baseball? You know, you're thinking to yourself, let let Braddish pitch until they until they knock him out, you know. Or even the, even uh, the pitcher for Houston because he was dominating. I'm like, can we just hit the ball at least in the air somewhere? Right. That was getting to the point because so many swings and misses. It was just like, wow, this this guy is that that pitcher for them is when he's on, he is deceiving because he is he is really good. I mean, that's the only thing I was thinking, Bob, because they were he had was at what 100 pitches or something. But I'm thinking they're not really hitting him that well, even the strikeout that the uh, catcher interference i mean yeah he was still he was still on a roll and i don't know modern baseball sometimes it's it's frustrating and you saw what happened when they took him out the orioles promptly get runners on first and third yes and couldn't couldn't cash in unfortunately right no i mean uh, the, the fly ball to uh, to right field i'm i know it was shallow right but I'm, i was sitting there wondering i'm like if it would have been Gunner or somebody else on third, would they have taken a chance, even though that guy's got a heck yeah, of a rifle? Yeah, so Tucker's that was, a really good ball player. Yes. The Ravens. We, I, I know they're, they're looking at – they got running backs, and I know it's hard to find pass rushers on the street, but is Owe 
is, is he even going to be available this week? I mean, who is their pass rushers? I mean, Ajabo seems to be, eh. I'll use Vinny's when he goes, eh. Yeah. It's, it's what, what do they have? Much of the Pittsburgh Steeler game and the Cleveland Brown game, all I was thinking is, God, it would be great just to have a pass rush like that to come off the ends like that. Because the Ravens watch every game I watch. I'm like, they don't have it, even though Burrow took two steps and threw the ball. But sure. still, what do you? What is your thoughts? And on the, the thing is, rush? too, and Ajabo, you know, has been, eh, and Vinny loves David Ajabo. But Oway, even though he didn't have the numbers sack-wise, was kind of living in the backfield. Clowney has looked really good, but he didn't practice yesterday either because of an illness. So if he doesn't go and we don't want to speculate, we'll find out more later on this afternoon what's going on with him. If he doesn't go and Oway doesn't go, I mean, if you're McDonald, are you just full-on blitzing Minshew and Anthony Richardson? Are you going zero coverage? I mean, what's your plans with that sort of thing? I mean, Matt BK could get pressure uh, up the middle on the D-line. like to see a little bit more out of Travis Jones. But to your point, if Owe and Clowney are out, Ajabo's going to have to be T-Sizzles, at least try to emulate him the best he can. Well, and, and this is the other thing that, you know, we talk about 17 games in the NFL, right? We talk about that. But they only are allowed to have, what, 53, but dress, what, 45 during a game or something like that? Why is not the NFL expand the rosters a little bit? Because injuries in the NFL lately, I mean, it starts to become really watered down right now because players are, your, your top players are out. It's hard to think if anybody on this team can stay healthy for 17 games. It's just this is what it's going to be like week to week. Who are we going to have? Who's going to be available? I just never understand why they go to another game or they're thinking about 18 and still only have 45. Your thoughts? All right, Rob. Thanks for the call. And look, you can only afford to pay so many guys, too. And then you have these guaranteed vested veteran salaries that come into play. So it becomes a question of economics. But it's a violent sport. I don't want to go to cliche. What we're seeing, though, is on a lot of these national TV extravaganzas, I mean, two Monday nights in a row, Rodgers out for the year, Nick Chubb out for the year. I mean, we're starting to see it on a more national scale. And the NFL's done a lot to help player safety. I mean, you don't have two-a-days anymore at training camp. Teams don't play their starters. A lot of teams in the preseason, Ravens being one of them. But a twist here, a turn there, a low cut there. I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate rolled up like we saw with Stanley Linderbaum week one with uh, Oway this past Sunday. I mean, you have a bunch of big, strong, 300-pound-plus guys in a scrum. Something wrong is bound to happen. Time for another call? Let's go to William in Baltimore. William, what's happening? Hey, Bob, how's it going? It's going all right, dude. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm going to be very quick. I'm going to comment on Ray's call earlier. I agree with Ray 100% that we're going to have to do something with this bullpen if we're going to win it all. I can remember, I go all the way back, I can remember when the Orioles had four 20-game winners in one season. Jim Palmer, Mike Cuellar, Pat Dobson, and Dave McNally. Now, that will never, never, never happen again. And I look at today's baseball. These starting pitches get to the sixth inning, and the managers are ready to yank them out of the game. Why not take a guy like Bradish if he's pitched six strong innings 
let him pitch one or two more innings. If they do that, they will rest the bullpen a little bit more. And to win it all, you have to get that bullpen some rest. And I'm going to hang up and listen to your comment. All right. Thank you, William. I mean, 401 team, you don't get 420 game winners in a season from Major League Baseball in total anymore. By the way, the 70 Orioles had three 20-game winners. Just throwing that out there for you. 73 A's had three 20. I mean, it's a totally different time. A lot of money is invested in these arms. There's a lot of high-velocity throwers. Everybody throws 95-plus. I mean, we talk about D. Kramer. Well, his fastball's okay at 96 miles an hour. He would have been the hardest-throwing guy on the 1971 Orioles. Because McNally, he had a little pace. Uh, Cuellar was screwball, screwball, screwball. And uh, Dobson threw his curveball all the time. Palmer's the only one that was a real fastball pitcher. It's a different time. You get into these pitch counts. The next day, they or next appearance, they blow out their elbow. Look at Felix Batista. I can't explain it. The experts that are involved in baseball can't explain it. They invest a lot of money in their bullpens, too. I mean, the Orioles gave Michael Givens $5 million this year, which would have been unheard of back in the day. But, you know, you get your starters through six. Dare I say seven, unless you're a true stud, and then you let your bullpen do the rest. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. If you're on the phones, hang tight. We will get you. But when we come back, Jay Sean Jones, Terps wide receiver. He'll be joining us. Maryland's 3-0, looking to go 4-0 at Michigan State. You can hear that game Saturday, 1057 The Fan. Maryland, seven and a half point favorites. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 